What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comics, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker, Peterson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? What's going on? Yo, you know what I watched this week? What? What? Beef. Me too! I didn't finish, but what I watched was amazing. Yeah, okay. it's it, it pretty much what it sets up, it plays out the whole way through. If you like episode one, you'll you'll watch the whole thing. It gets better. Oh, it's a series. It gets, okay. It's, it's a, a series on Netflix. Series. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyone yeah. watch Renfield this week? Yes, I saw it. That was my thing. I saw Renfield. Renfield. No, I don't the think Vampire I... Nicholas Cage. No, I didn't watch Renfield. Cage, boy. All right, I want to hear about that when you tell us about your week. Yeah. And then what I read this week is this uh, graphic novel called Thanos. Okay. Is this for your list? Are, is you working on your list of top? top yeah, I'm still, I'm still kind of cutting through that top ten list, so I'm picking up stuff I missed along the way. Thanos. This this comic isn't necessarily new. It came out a few years back, but. And I don't think it's going to make the top 10 list, but it is pretty great. And what's cool about it is essentially what it's about is Thanos wins. Hey. Thanos not only wins, he wipes out pretty much all of existence until there's only him left. And his whole quest is he's in love with death. Okay. Death in the Marvel universe is a, a female, female death. And Thanos is in love with her, and he's trying to impress her, and he's trying to get her approval, and he's trying to get her attention. And so he is just bringing death to everything. But she won't come for him. Uh huh. Who's she coming for? Not him. That's the problem. So he gets rid of literally everyone. He keeps he keeps the Hulk around. You're nasty. She 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 coming for Deadpool. <laughs> she wants Deadpool. I, I seen. I mean, it, this might be the same. This might not be the same story, but oh boy, there, there's there's there, there's definitely a storyline where Deadpool is definitely getting death, and Ooh. and Thanos hates it. Well, so there's only there's only three people left at the end of it. It's okay. Thanos and uh, the Hulk, but the Hulk is only there because. He was dead, but he didn't die, and so Thanos keeps him on a leash as a pet. But he's oh. he's basically the Hulk in the in the MCU that we hate. You know, the Hulk version of Hulk that Thanos beat, and then he's like a whimpering coward. Right. Mm. That's the Hulk version in this, and he's like on a leash, and he's really kind of just pathetic. Hmm. And the only other creature floating around is and this is crazy how they do it and you've probably heard of this but ghost rider the per- the character who takes over the mantle of ghost rider is the punisher yeah oh and oh, he yeah. is sick dude the punisher with the powers of ghost rider is insane and then what happens is galactus runs into him yes and he gives Ghost, he gives Punisher Frank Castle Ghost Rider the power cosmic, making him basically a cosmic being, Silver Surfer being. So he's Punisher with the power of Ghost Rider and the power cosmic. Yes. What a come up, right? He was the gun guy. The gun guy, right? (laughs) Who's now the knife guy. 
But anyways, that version of Ghost Rider is insanely cool. And the other spoiler in the comic, I'm give this spoiler because it doesn't take it away knowing it. A very cool character spends centuries making himself worthy so he can pick up Thor's hammer. So he can battle this version of Thanos. And that character is the Silver Surfer. So the Silver Surfer ends up, after centuries of trying to make himself uh, worthy, picks up the Thor's hammer to go battle and just gets wiped out. And so essentially what happens is Thanos brings his younger self back hmm. to kill him so he can get Death's attention. This comic is sick. I it's crazy. I feel like they took elements of that for Endgame, like very it's, tiny elements to round out. Yeah, the there's a lot. Endgame. There's a lot kind of there's a lot in this. I, I It's not my favorite graphic novel by far. Like I said, I don't think it's going to make the top 10 list, but it has been, been so fun to dive into it and read and see kind of what they did with the characters and. It, it's it is a really fun time. I'll let you borrow it, Lawrence, when I see you next. I promise I'll read it. <laughs> don't, wait, don't, don't you have an old man Logan? I promise I'll read it. <laughs> no, what's sad about that is old man Logan probably will make my top ten list. No, I'm and... gonna read it. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, that was my week. <laughs> Great week, Rich. How was your week, man? Man, my week is just been a week. I've been working. No, but I have been watching things. I've been watching, uh, I rewatched uh, and brain fart. But I did start watching <laughs> at that time. I get reincarnated as a slime. What? Um, what? You watch this? Crazy at these titles. Rich, how rich, rich, like we know. <laughs> listen, man. Like, rich without fail gives us the absolute best content titles out there. Y'all, y'all just need to get cultured out here. What do you want me to do? Like, I don't know. That's what it is. Everything but, um, is like, what else is gonna come up with? It's, 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 it's all right stuff so far. Um, what else? I watched. I finished up um Swarm with my girl. Oh, um, man. Um, it was definitely a a, a Donald Glover uh, show because it just ended weird. Hmm. It ended weird, and I did not know how I was supposed to feel. Right, good or like, bad. I'm, I'm like, like I'm like, no did spoilers, you like it? I'm like, spoilers. I don't. Chris, you need to start watching stuff. This I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like episode four or five. I'm like halfway nice. through it. Nice. Uh, it's been all right. Friends. You but, didn't uh, watch Renfield. Yeah, you watch Renfield, my man. Like, what's going on? I mean, what? Whatever, whatever. But um, but yeah, that was that was that. What else did I do? I just I played a few games. I um that's it. That's it. It was pretty pretty boring week. I was I was pretty much getting up getting getting through for this week because I'm on vacation, but even though I'm gonna work for like three days. But you know, kind of relaxing, gonna get some things done, got some unboxings coming, and so on and so forth. Let's go. Let's so I didn't go. realize Donald Glover was the inspiration for Miles Morales. And that's how he actually got into the Spider-Man movie when he was he played yes, a, he's, he's, yes, but he's also does he does the uh the VO for Miles Morales. What had what had apparently happened was what TV series was he in? Mm. Or no, uh, uh, community. He wanted to play Peter Parker or something, okay. right? Community. Then- well, what happened was they put him in a Spider-Man he was wearing a Spider-Man shirt when he in like a sleepover scene or something like that, right? Okay. And that picture of him, the guy who's doing Spider-Man at the time, who ended up creating Miles Morales, saw that photo of him and based the whole 
You can see it. Oh, you can shit. definitely see it in the first, especially the first uh, run. You can see it. He's, fortunately, he's too old. He was always too old to he is. Miles Morales. Yeah. But, but that was that was the inspiration for it, was actually him for Miles Morales. I would love to see an adult Miles Morales thing. It'd be, it'd be cool. Be like right. It wouldn't be old man Miles Morales, but like the character does eventually grow up. Grown man Miles Morales starring Donald Glover. Yeah. Like young adult Miles Morales. Young adult yeah, Miles yeah, Morales. Middle-aged um, man Miles Morales. Whoa, 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 whoa. Put out the middle-aged red sweet. I mean, how, how old is Donald Glover? Donald Glover's like what? 40? No, he's like 30. Sweet spot age Miles Morales. Yeah, there you go, Jack. Age. <laughs> Chris, you saw Renfield this week. I saw Renfield. Nicholas Cage and his cagiest. He's a character <laughs> that needs cagiest. to be protected. Let me tell you. Yes, Nicholas Cage is awesome. So uh, we we the our son was with the grandparents. And it was the only R-rated movie that was out. And I wasn't seeing Dungeons and Dragons. So oh, what? I'm going to see Dungeons and Dragons. That was pretty oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So we saw it. It was you know it was, it was all right. But you want to see something that like. Sebastian, I, like you need it to go. It needs to be a Sebastianless experience. Yes, thank you. That's exactly. That was the only one that was that was a Sebastianless experience, and it was, you know, I had a couple moments. It was, it was alright. It was good. I was, de- I was a little bummed out this week because I was not even confused. I was confident that Renfield was a Netflix series of some kind. <laughs> I mean, I saw the trailer and I immediately knew what platform it existed on and so when i went to watch it on netflix i was like and i couldn't find it i was like wait it's not amazon and i couldn't find it i was like why am i not finding renfield it's not theater sir (laughs) so but chris can you answer this question for me being nice what platform should it be on should it be in the theaters no, it, it it would translate very very well to a limited series on Netflix. Probably better. That's what the trailer read as. And, and you and you said that, and I'm thinking about it, and it would translate extremely well because so well, it didn't so translate short. well to what? a feature film. So it didn't translate that well to a. I, it, look, look, it had its moments. Don't feel bad if you wait for it to come out. <laughs> never, never I, feel bad. I, I would never feel bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't feel bad to wait for it. You know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't regret paying money for it, but I would have also been okay with waiting for it to come out. But it was a good date night. Yeah, something the boy couldn't go see. I, I'm with you. I yeah. am with you. Um, my week, guys. I saw beef. I won't spoil it, but beef. It's so I love getting lost in something, and it doesn't matter if I. It doesn't matter if you can predict the end or not. It's not even about that. It's about like just getting lost in the ridiculousness of road rage <laughs> and oh, how right far it can go. Um, that's Yo, all I'll say. So good in it too. Even I mean, Steven's brilliant. Ali Wong. They're all. I mean, everyone is just. Yes. I have a crush on her. She's. I mean, they're all. Really? They're, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Right. I also. <laughs> Uh, like I, I've been watching Superman and Lois. Like I said, that's brilliant. If you're a Superman fan not watching it, what are you doing with your life? Uh, what else did I watch? Love is Blind. Finish that. Yeah. I know that's not Today, a concept. Today's reunion. Chris, <laughs> you want the three of us I'm, watch Love is Blind, Jack. I'm not, I'm not done with Love is Blind yet. Really? Trash. Some, is it, some of the trashy. Chris. 
Listen, my man Marshall, I feel for you, brother. I want to say nothing. He ain't caught up. Don't say nothing all the way. Don't say nothing yet. All I know is this, Chris. After this podcast, I'm watching that reunion. I, and I'm ready for the tea because it's going to spill. Ooh, I am ready. Oh. So my wife was half asleep last night and she was like, You think we have previews? I'm like, I don't think we have previews for a live event, business. <laughs> 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 Unless they have something that I don't know about, I don't think they have previews. Let's get back to the geek Wait, stuff. It's a live event? Well, yeah. they're, they're having a reunion. And How is it live, live on Netflix? It's live on the streaming live. Live stuff, man. On Netflix. Doing, yeah, they, yeah. Did, they, they did the Chris Rock thing live. Right now. It's, on, it's live. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just live right now. right now. The reunion is live right now. Right live now, right now. The reunion, Jack. Love is blind. Live. Love is live. blind, Jack. Come on, live. man. On Netflix. And when we get when we, and when we get out of this, I'm watching it because the tea is gonna spill and I got my cup, oh. I got my golden cup ready. So, now, so it will instantly be streaming after it's gone live. Yeah. The whole idea of it being live is that the contestants can't spoil anything. Uh-huh. So like whatever they're going through, we can't find out going to their social media. Also, I think they're allowing uh the audience to ask questions. So the the, the feeling of it being no editing. Because that was in the past, there's been a lot of stuff with like the edit and how come this didn't happen. So, anyways, I'm sorry, this is not the podcast for Love is Blind. No, listen, not, I'm, I'm gonna love is blind it all the way. Apparently, when three out of four are on it, though, listen, yeah, Jack, what are you doing, man? Jack? What are you doing with your life? Um, I bought some toys. What'd you get? You well, first up, I showed you guys my Christian Bell Dark Knight figure. You know, I got the Pattinson figure. I'm waiting for my Michael Keaton figure to come in, so I went and got. My Ben Affleck Justice hey. League. I, I don't like yeah. that outfit. I, it's not the best, but they don't have a. They never came out with a, his regular. That Why Batman not? Batman. That regular one. did it, and um, they have the Ben Affleck Batman figure that's going to be in the Flash. I hate okay. that. I hate that figure, and they didn't get his likeness, so it, he doesn't even uh-huh. look close to looking like him. But this is great. So yeah, I'm gonna have him standing up there. Hmm. Batman No Way Home. Wait, I have a question. Lawrence, they never made a figure of the Batman that arguably probably had the better of all the costumes? Mattel did. Whoever had the license that made the regular, like regular figures, but McFarlane, McFarlane never did. He jumped in on the the Justice League. Uh, Here it is. And apparently there's a rumor there's going to be a movie Batman pack. And you might have Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and people are hoping in that pack... Chris, no, no, you're, that? you're, you're that's confused. The, that's, that's the Mattel one. Yes, we're the Mattel. Talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Ben Affleck. Yeah, like what is happening? I have, the, I have the Ben Affleck one too. That's the 1981. Yeah. 89. 89. That's the Michael Keaton. The Mattel made this. It's the same yeah, one. Yeah. But uh, yeah. McFarlane never made the traditional suit. Yeah. yeah, the texture would have been nice. Well, because his suit almost looked like ripped newspaper, kind of weird, cool texture, man. It like, like it had laps, of worn stuff. fabric over the muscle yeah, armor. Very cool. It was great. Maybe they will when they come out with the pack. Um, I also got freaking, there'll be an unboxing impulse. Ooh, hey, uh, right. gold label impulse. Target impulse is like one of the flash people. You're very excited about these Flash figures. Well, now I got the family. I guess. Well, someone on the uh, on the YouTube channel had asked you if you're getting the Impulse uh, guy. Yeah, yes, Impulse. 
I'm a flash. I like the Flash, man, and I and I like fam- I like factions. I'm a wrestling kid from the '90s, so I like all the factions. And I got my Flash figures all together here. Got my family on the fire escape behind me. I got my Superman family down here. Come on, man. You know, I'm I'm actually inspired by that, Lawrence. And if I'm being honest, I remember thinking about that in uh, even in college when we were together, because mm. I'm a Superman fan, and that's where my loyalty lies. And you're the next biggest Superman fan I've ever known in my life, and yet you had so much Batman stuff. I had enough Batman stuff to make everyone think that I didn't like Superman. Exactly. <laughs> <They were like, laughs> and what I've just realized just now for the first time in the entirety of my life is I can have other things too, and it doesn't have to take away from this. <laughs> yes, wow. right. Breakthroughs. Yes, Breakthroughs. I, got a, I got a whole Power Ranger display right here. You can have ah. multiple stuff. Thank you. Yes, you can. Um, Chris, I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? What did the superhero butt cheek say to the other? <laughs> what did the superhero butt cheek say? We can stop this crap together. <laughs> Wow. Rich, come on. That was, that was, that was, that was funny. That was all right. That That's was two right. weeks in a row, Rich. That was That's two right. weeks in a row. <laughs> Rich laughed last week, Chris. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, man. On that note, I'm, a, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling so good. I'm going to go down the street, make a left at the light, a right at the stop sign, and that'll bring us to the collector's corner. Yeah, you show and tell time. Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something out of our combo chest, something out of our video game case, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? I have my thing actually comes with a theme song. <laughs> Oh wow! What are we looking? So what I'm holding up, my 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 mom was like, "Hey, Chris, I found something. I'm gonna mail it to you." And what she mailed to me was a signed picture of Hulk Hogan to Chris Hulk Hogan. How did I not know this ever existed? Until are you I- kidding me? No. Wow. No. Okay. No. One of the bi- one of the greatest real life superheroes of our childhood. Right, with, in a photo with Mr. With T, Mr. T. With signed, addressed to me, and you didn't realize it. I didn't know what this existed until right th- now, thirty-five years later. Yes, and you know what? It's even better now. <laughs> it's better because it looks it. brand new. Yeah, it was kept in this because he didn't know about it. Me. He didn't have a chance yeah. to get his fingers all over exactly. it. Exactly. You're killing exactly. it. Get your fingerprints off of it, Chris. Yep. So wow. yeah. Yeah. What wow. the heck? I was you like, how do you less. keep this from me? I feel like I feel like I was told I was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Rich, what do you got? I got something that feels special. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, where, where, the, where the hell did I put it? Oh, you Yo, know, Rich's what? background there is getting crazy. Okay. I'm sorry. Every, I say this every time we're on. Your backdrop, Rich, is getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's getting freaking unorganized as well. So it's there's more that you cannot see. But um, I got uh, I got I got a pop, obviously, duh. And this <laughs> is a pop that is a character from My Hero Academia, and you, I think I've seen him maybe like once or twice 
in the show. He was like n- not really a main character, mm-hmm. but um, uh, wow, I want to mess his name up. Jorita uh, Shishida, Shishida. Yes, I'm trying to remember. Like he was when when all the classes got together in, in like the halls. I, I think it was you kind of saw him. Or I, I think he might have been when they were fighting the other uh, the other class. Uh-huh. He was he was in the other class. Is but, he like in a bear suit? No, that's the thing. That's why I got him. He his my man got like felt or like velour for his fur. Oh. So he's like a I don't know, like a a beast type of character. He's wearing sunglasses, looking cool. He got the fangs, but his his fur is like felty. Yeah, and, yeah, it's like felty velour or whatever. So I'm like, yo, I gotta get. It's called flocked. That's what it's called. Flocked. That's how the uh, old He Man yes. used to be. Yes. yes. So I'm like, yo, I have to get this guy. Like, I, I have no idea who he is. I've seen him once or twice, but this, I mean, probably a few years from now. That's the like, one that's gonna be worth a lot of money. Mate, mate, hold on, we'll see. But I saw, I saw homeboy. I'm like that. I mean, just just to have him be like, yo, my man is full. Like he got a full full lore bodysuit. What are you talking? We talking about what you got? He must be hot. Being a, he must be sweating. Right, when he's fighting crime. But <laughs> I thought that was dope. So I'm like, I had to get him. And I was digging through my stuff, and I'm like, oh, I forgot this guy. I got to put him. I got first of all, I got to reorganize all this middle. I wow. need to get a shelf. Right for here. The, for so those just listening on the podcast, room. you really have to go check this out on YouTube because. Yeah. Rich's Funko Pop, he can open up a store yeah. a right now. <laughs> like easily. Like it got easily. crazy. I told you before I went well, I went back um last week and I had to return a Midoriya in a suit because I had like three of them already. Midoriya you're forgetting what you're buying. Yeah. I now take a picture of everything that I have and I go there and I'm looking I'm like I got that. I got that. I got that. <laughs> so you should just have a, a database on your notes of the numbers you have because they're all numbered. Not you, Jack. <laughs> Oh, right. I'm a simple man. <laughs> he's going through a hundred pictures while he's in no, line. But listen, I had the same. I had the same problem because I I started buying duplicates of uh, Berserk issues when they come out because I forgot which ones I had. Well, I do that all the time. So I had to just start. I had to make myself a spreadsheet with the numbers. So like, no, I have that, that sounds, number. Sounds difficult. I'll go next, Chris, because I've been waiting to show you my dick. What? The good looking uh <laughs> he's, he's out. What did I what did I text you? Uh, I, I, you I think it was <laughs> Friday. Oh man. It's lighter than I expected, that was Lawrence. Good. That was good. I texted oh. Chris Dick in a box. <laughs> yep. Um, yo, I'm, this is going to be an unboxing of this bad boy. What I'm holding up for those who can see, and if you can't see, go to our YouTube and go see. It's uh, my Robin Dick Grace McFarlane figure. Um, it's dope. We do, there's not that many Robin figures of him as a kid. Okay. Usually he's an adult or in a smaller adult body to, to be a kid. But he right. actually, his features look childlike here. Um, and there's, there's even less where he looks like Peter Pan. Right, right. Like, this is old school, the Robin we grew up with. And and for a McFarlane figure, man, you get, like, three additional types of hands. 
And one's like a, uh, giving a thumbs up, one's pointing. It also comes with a batarang with a rope attached. So it's giving you actually awesome. more accessories than you usually get with the McFarlane figure. And he's dropping that Nightfall Batman figure, you know, with the yellow oval chest and the old school belt. And these two are going to look mm. dope together, man. Mm. So, yes, that's my gold label dick Grayson <laughs> figure. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be, uh, there's probably an unboxing of this as you're watching this or listening to this. So go hit our YouTube and check out that unboxing. Check it out. Uh, Jack. What you got? All right. So you can kind of see in the background here, there's a, uh, I'm making a, a full scale, not full scale. I'm making a diorama of mm. the battle Superman has with Doomsday. Dope. So on the top section here, you got the city of Metropolis. That's the Daily Planet. It's I see it's pretty fuzzy in this picture. I'll take some better pictures. And what it's gonna be when it's once it's done, you'll have like busted buildings and rubble and debris and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Superman's actually punched him into the like subway level of the oh uh, all busted out and so what's inspired that was my show and tell item this week are my and i'm sure you guys all have these these were the my original uh death of superman death of superman trade editions i also have all the individual editions but death of superman iconic Iconic. Mm-hmm. This was a game changer for anyone who was reading comics at the time. Absolutely, it was. And then it made was, the news, man. It was yeah. like it, it literally is. made the news. I remember watching it. And then a world without a Superman to have a comic book series running without the main character in it was. I couldn't think of an example of that at the time. So. Mm-hmm crazy to to be reading superman comics that had no superman and then the return of superman which introduced as you guys know i'm trying to put together my death of superman line with cyborg still who as soon as mcfarlane drops his winter collection i'll be picking that bad boy up me too eradicator and superboy man you need to get a lex luther you need to get a long red-headed Lex Luthor. A long Luther. red-headed Lex Luthor. <laughs> I was thinking about that too, because it was like a really interesting time for Lex Luthor in comic books. And the only real version of that Lex we ever saw was was really Lionel Luthor was the closest on-screen representation of that, that version Lex. of Lex Luthor. Yeah. Right? In Smallville. Yeah. 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 And he, in, in the comics, he was... He was a clone of Lex, and he had everybody fooled. He was good, right? And then you find out, and he was like, he was well, sleeping with Supergirl too. Yes, he was sleeping <laughs> with Ooh, the nineties, man. Yeah. The nineties, man. Well, freaking done. Well done. Yo, Rich, what's up? Meet me in the alley. Wow, dark, dark you already showed us your box, Lawrence. <laughs> You're asking a lot this episode. <laughs> Let's talk some anime, Rich. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. So anyway, um, like I said, what I started watching, because um, this is coming out with a second season. Actually, it's already out. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. <laughs> yeah, let's hear what this is about, please. Please. So we have a young man. He Actually, not even young man. He's 37. 
Yeah. It could be a young man. I mean, you're yeah, young at 37, I, Rich. I, I guess. You watch yourself. Yeah, I come guess. on, Rich. But he's kind of he's kind of uh, bopping through life, you know, young businessman, um, uh, running through corporate life. Everything's going good for him. Just doesn't have a girlfriend yet. Um, he's going I feel out like an anime. They never have girlfriends. They yet. never have girlfriends. All it's like a like, thing. Come with shut and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. But that's like a, a like a lifestyle in Japan, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But but also the corporate life in in, in Japan, like the work life in Japan, is kind of crazy as well. Uh, okay. But um, so yeah, so he's he's going out to drinks with his friend and a woman that he's dating within the office. While he's going around, he sees a man running down the street with a knife, just straight. I don't know. They have a thing where they hold the knife like chest level and they just kind of run hunched over. It's kind of wild. But anyway, so my man's running and he stabs. Oh, boy. Stabs, twists the knife. My man is bleeding out to death. He goes to his friend. Hey, (coughs) if I die, fill my bathtub up and wipe my, my hard drives. (laughs) that was his request he was like fill the bathtub up and throw my computer in it that was his request his only request um so he died on the hard drives listen (laughs) we don't ask about what's on the hard drives okay so while he so while he's dying you hear in the background you hear like kind of like a computer a computer going off or like a computer avatar type of voice um he was like oh i'm getting so cold heat resistant uh heat resistant downloaded um oh it's getting hot uh cool resistant and you know, so on and so forth like stuff like that so he's he's getting these kind of like download messages he doesn't hear them though that's the thing he doesn't hear them right away he dies he wakes up he's now in this new body he finds out he's a slime and but he can now he can talk to this voice that's in his head and it tells him all of the uh attributes that he has now downloaded that he requested when he died when you say slime, I'm thinking like, like the yeah, the slime looks that like I a, as a kid. Like a blob. Okay. Like kind of like eye slits. Is he able to change his image? He can. He can mimic. Ah. As as time goes on, I'm on episode four right now, but as from the from the first episode, he kind of like gains a lot of stuff because he kinda cause slime, as we all know, if you're not familiar, when you face a slime, it like absorbs you. And takes all of your right. It kills you that that way. But with that being, with him doing that, he absorbs things around him, and he he he's able to craft. Wait, what does slime do? It can they they they, they cover people and they kill them. They're is like that a thing? jellies. Is that an anime but, slime thing? Yeah, but, it's an anime but, slime but thing. So, you get it sound so, like this is just common knowledge, right? It is. Anime. What are we talking about? Slime can absorb you, and so if he touches a thing, he's able to. He absorbs it. And then he finds that he can like he finds out the attributes to it. Um, he can either get a skill from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't min- necessarily have to kill the thing. He just needs to come in contact. No, yeah. Later on, a few episodes in, he finds out he can he can take a thing, find out his attributes, and actually create it and duplicate it. Nice. And then he finds out from his healing from the healing potions that he made from the special herbs, he's able to absorb people, heal them, and spit them back out perfectly fine. What a nice slime. Does he so, ever get back into human form? Can as he? A, as of right now, I'm on episode four. No, he's just going around uh, building a life for himself and yeah, helping pe- like... helping people. He's helped a How goblin, did... a goblin village so far, and they're now they were low rank goblins. Now they are like master rank because he come to find out because this is a fantasy world, right? Okay, you have to leave with that. <laughs> I'm seeing city streets. 
No, because you said a hard drive. You said a hard drive and computers. So yeah, I'm like, this he like the died first. He died first in the real world, and then he was oh, he was teleported yeah. to like a, he was reincarnated in a fantasy world. So I'm thinking he's at the DMV as slime. Like you got that'll be kind of funny. So but not um, all slime balls are slime balls, right? So, oh, so people are people, and they're going around, you know, killing things. Only, only, only creatures in the world that have names are powerful creatures, right? So he meets a he meets a, a goblin village, and they sensed him because he's now super uber strong because he absorbed his dragon, mm. right? So they sense his power level, and now he starts helping out this village, and he gives them names, and by giving them names, they can mm. now transcend and get powerful. Wow. But they're not just like cannon fodder anymore. They're now like, you know, they're like a boss level type of character now. Not to get religious, but that's almost biblical. Like how they did revere him as a god after that. They did what? They did revere him as a god after that. To name a thing. To name a thing. To name a thing. As of right now, it's uh, it's entertaining. I mean, it's it's the the usual run of the mill type of anime, but it's entertaining. Is it? It sounds like it's incredibly unique. Yeah, dying and then coming back and like going into like another universe or another world. Oh yeah, I guess an anime that's like that's a Tuesday. I I talked about my my (laughs) uncle from another world last week. Like sword sword art is just modern people stuck in it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all running mill stuff, but it's the, it's it's all about the story as it unfolds, you know. Yeah, and it's always a human story. story. I know, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. Well, well done. I think I might I might check it out. I can't promise you. It's on so season one's on Hulu right now. It's oh, it's dubbed. We it's know dubbed. we know who's not checking it out on right. Hulu. <laughs> I don't, wait, anime and is on I Hulu? don't think I don't think it matters where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I am looking for a new anime though. Violent that violent that that violent thing on whatever Netflix didn't didn't keep me. I fell asleep t- twice. Violent? Yeah. Oh, check out check out my uncle my uncle from another world. Uh, Hulu Hulu no Netflix. Okay, I'll check yeah. that out. I'll check, check it that out. out. Well done, Rich. Well freaking. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. Let's go to the trailer park real quick. Trash. <laughs> Guys, that penguin trailer slash teaser dropped. Ooh, man. It looks so freaking good. Yeah. It's Sopranos in it, God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's exactly the vibe I got from it. It looks so Dude. freaking dope. And like what Matt Reeves is doing with this world is like the penguin is so flamboyant and so charismatic. It's leading us into like that Batman the Animated Series tone where it's not mm. super grounded. It's grounded enough for it to be real, but there's a charisma and a fire to him where it's like, I can see other villains showing up in this world. It mm. gives you that comic book feel. It gives you that comic book. Yes. Because if it was Nolan, which would have been great, he would have just been a gangster. There would have right. been nothing else to it. Mm. Um I'm excited for it. I think Pattinson's supposed to actually make an appearance, and it kind of has to, yeah, because uh, it takes place after the event. They gotta, they gotta finish their uh, their car chase. There's, there's <laughs> always a hater in the room, Come on, Jack. Any excuse to jump a car through fire, you should be, you should welcome it. Yes, <laughs> ridicule it. We're, right, we're, gonna, right. we're gonna cover the next Fast and Furious, right. so you better be Damn right. We are. <laughs> oh man, yo, the Marvels dropped. They dropped yeah. their trailer. It did. They did. Yeah, I loved it. I thought that trailer was freaking dope. <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch Miss Marvel? Whatever it was, the, the other I one? did. 
It was you watch the whole thing? I the did. Whole thing? All the episodes? All. all right. Yeah, all the episodes. I did. You mean all of the episodes past the first episode? Listen, if we going listen, there's two kinds of people in this first. world. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Miss Marvel, I didn't care for how the story ended, but I always thought the, the actress and the character was charming. So That's I was down, fair. I was down to watch her journey anyway. And I did enjoy the first episodes that were just like this. The first episodes story. were great. The first yeah. words, episodes were great. So and then if I'm four in, I'm I'm gonna finish it. And I jumped enjoyed... the shark after the fourth, though. Oh, we're not oh. talking about the content. Let's no, keep going. we're talking about the trailer that's coming yeah, out for the Marvel right, movie, right. which right. is interesting because it has every time they use their powers, they switch places, and there's a fight scene in the end where they're doing it on purpose against. Man, that joint looks sick. Y'all are whack. Y'all are all whack. Rich, you the wackest. <laughs> Call me the wackest all you want. It didn't look wow. good, man. It didn't look. Am I the only one that thought that trailer looks good? Really, it doesn't look good, Chris. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Venom, you, Mister, that that show didn't look good. <laughs> look, Venom delivered with promise. That's all I'm saying. Venom is this a is it a series or a movie? It's a movie. I'm so confused now. What things are? I know you went on Netflix <laughs> and find Ryan Ryan <laughs> Guys, I thought it looked good. I thought in 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 Captain Marvel in it was the most likable I've seen her in. She's just fun and charming. Brie Larson looked like she got to have yeah. fun in the role. I enjoyed that. Y'all are whack. Move on. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm out. I'm done. That's gonna look sick. I don't know which more do you want. So Mario Bros. Yeah. It's past $500 million to become the biggest video game adaption of all time. All time. Well, That's- that makes sense, dude. It's, uh, Mario should have a good movie. It's like the OG of video game content. And right. since there's no real story you have to commit to, just make it fun. Right. <laughs> the kids will come. Um, if y'all are interested in our take on Mario, you can go back and listen to the podcast or YouTube videos where we talk about it in full, in deep dive mode. Yo, casting director says in double, uh, that a double that twenty year old 007 won't work. He says we looked at a lot of actors, and I just don't think we had the gravitas. They didn't have the experience. They didn't have the mental capacity to take it on. Because not part they've, they're taking on. It's a massive responsibility. I want to say, shut the hell up. <laughs> no. <laughs> because no. if you're casting a 20-year-old Bond, then that Bond is 20 years old. So all the gravitas and experience you're talking about, he didn't experience that yet to become whatever you have in your mind. To be Why every time Lawrence starts talking about content, he makes a damn good point. Wait, let me throw a flag in this play. I don't need to see a 20-year-old Bond. Casino Royale essentially showed us the the origins of Bond when he got his 00 status. I don't need to see that. We saw it already. Fair. fair. If you don't want to see it, but them saying that they can't find one is like, no, because you're looking for a 40-year-old and a 20-year-old Bond. You're not looking for a 20-year-old. And I would also say shut up because you're so full of BS. You're telling me you can't go into the plethora of a thousand wonderful actors out there and someone in their 20s. You're telling me Aaron Taylor Johnson, who's probably 29, 30, 31, doesn't have the depth to be a young Bond. The dude from freaking Bullet Train and Kick-Ass can't play a young Bond. Shut the hell up. I think they they, maybe they, I'm hoping they misspoke and they meant the character, not the actor. No. The they the, no, they said they, they saw translate. a bunch of actors. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I, trying to save them for themselves. No, because... but and they have to cast a young Bond because they want to start another 10-year franchise. But Bond is you know what they should do? Forget that. They should do an old man Bond series. 
Yo, who would you cast? Who would you bring in for that? Idris Elba. Let's just do it. <laughs> That's it. Idris Elba. Let's just do it. Idris Elba. I mean, look at Rich. <laughs> he's, he's done. <laughs> Star Wars. Yo, so the Ray story. Finally, we're getting a Star Wars vehicle that is not a prequel. That doesn't take place in the past. We're having a Star Wars vehicle that's going forward. And Ray's story is going to be 15 years later. She's going to try to restore the Jedi Order. Are they recasting? Was she ever a Jedi now? Like, what? She became a Jedi in the end. In the she end. had she was trained by Luke. And she and also her, was, she was barely trained by Luke. Yeah, but she, it was so strong. Remember the connection she he had was with barely uh, training anyone Kylo at that point. Yeah, exactly. That was his like best. first of all, I, I've seen like a lot of reels with Luke Skywalker, and my man puts down a whole like just a great premise and how to fix everything, and how oh, things yeah. just didn't make sense in these movies and how it should have went this way. I'm just like, why didn't we listen to yeah. him? You talk about Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill has been very public about his opinions of yes. how those films went. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the later ones are extremely yeah. problematic. So I think the best thing you could do is set the, the next one. The ones are extremely problematic. The new one. Well, if you set it 15 years later, you don't have to worry about jumping from where you left off. You have enough space between your movies to say things happened off camera and you can make your justifications. So yeah. Are they going to recast those? Same actress. Same actress. I mean, if, if we're saying, I don't know how old Ray was supposed to be. Let's say she was 20. Yeah, same actress. Yeah, yeah same actress could work. The yeah. force makes you look younger, Jack. Oh, right. Yeah. Right? Continuity, schmontinuity. Yo, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Game is delayed again. <laughs> that, that game's a dub. Dude. <laughs> it's done. It has officially been delayed to February 2nd, 2024, quite a few months from its previous May 26, 2023 date. We have made a tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience. Rich, this could be good. It may may not crash and have all the bugs and got to have patches and all that stuff, right? Cyberpunk. What they're going to do is is, is chop it up. Get one impression. Uh, They're going to chop it up. And they're going to give you everything in like DLCs that you're going to have to pay for. Uh, Elden Ring creator named amongst Time's 100 most influential people of 2023. Elden Ring creator, I'm going to butcher his name, I'm so sorry. Hidetaka Mizaki has been named as Time Magazine's 100 most influential people of 2023, making him only the second video game developer to make the annual list following Shigeru. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. Uh, that's you know dope. What number he was? I g- say it again. You know what number he was? It doesn't say what number he is. And what number? What number were, were, were we on that list? One. one. That's Chris. a stupid question. Well, actually, we were one that's, through that's four. Why are you my peoples? Exactly. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta say this. I, I'm still playing Elden Ring, and it is one of the most expansive game interactions I've ever had. It's crazy how much is in this game and rich would joke about how all these games get chopped up now and you got to wait for the dlc of the next segment elder rings not got that yet and it's it's crazy how the map almost feels infinite but then you can go into a structure that's on the map and it feels infinite but then there's a room in the structure and it's got like there's so much going on in that game it's crazy i need to get this this game is but I'm never going to play it. This is true. <laughs> it's very. It's, it's a hard game. It's crazy how how challenging the game is, and I'm so 
leveled up and overpowered at this point. I'm still just, there are people who want two hits and I'm just toast. That doesn't it, sound fun it, for me. But it's, but it's visually breathtaking. Like yeah. the, like there was a game called um, Shadow of the Colossus that came yes. out a while, long while back. And mm-hmm. I found myself playing that game where I would just ride around on my horse and just enjoy the landscape of the game. It was just beautiful and breathtaking at the time. This game is like that times a billion. Right. Like I'll just go up to like bluffs and peaks and watch the sunset. Think of like Red Dead Two. You yeah. can also do the same thing. Just jump on your horse and just travel somewhere. Yes. The difference with that. this as yeah. opposed to Red Dead is the map is way bigger. Like way, way bigger. Real time takes you two days to get. The travel time drives me nuts sometimes. Like you need to just enjoy the experience. You, know, Chris. you can you can fast travel. You can fast travel. You can always fast travel. Right. I love I mean I love that about Witcher. Oh yeah, I'm into the I mean I might check it out. We'll see. Uh, Harry Potter, HBO Max will now be called Max, everybody. So from now on, yeah. we'll call it Max. Max. Harry Potter, Goodness. I know, because like, get rid of HBO, known for quality premium content for 30 years. Get rid of that. <laughs> just let's get Max. The, let's take oh, that out the brand. Max? No, no, no. Just <laughs> no, no, no. HBO Max, but Max. Oh, Max. oh right. No, I'm yeah, so I'm happy you leaned on the one that has the most brand attention, Max. Yeah. Um, Max's original Harry Potter show was planned to run for 10 years. We're getting an original Harry Potter series, if you Ten didn't years. know, that's going to retell the stories of the books. So it's going to, re- so it's not connected to the movies at all. It's going to re- be a retelling and hoping oh. to get 10 years out of it, which hmm, is damn. very interesting. But an HBO version, sorry, a Max version oh. of this. You mean Cinemax? No, God, oh. no. Cinemax oh, is coming out. <laughs> that's going to be that's, tough core. It's different. It's a different show. <laughs> you know I, I, dark. If I'm being honest, I feel like HBO should have got the Ring of Power series and Amazon should have probably got the Harry Potter series and that would have been better suited for the content. And, no, and, that Ring of Power and uh, House of Dragon is the conflict. House of Dragon should have never been made. Ooh, don't say that. What? What? It is. I mean, House of the Dragon is the better of the, the, the mean evil things to come out last year and this year. You know what? They should scrap all of them and just give us a damn Berserk series. <laughs> that is true. Thank that you. That is true. How much you? How much you? Rick and Morty, the anime is coming this year, Chris. Yes. I thought it was. Oh, I thought. Wait, the what? Shut up, Chris. Shut up. You're not, wait, you're, you're not going to watch a Rick and Morty anime? I you're Rick and Morty. Yes, no, you'll, have you'll have to. You'll have to. The streaming service, formerly known as HBO Max, the Max has announced Rick and Morty the anime coming this year. I HBO thought Max. Rick and Morty got uh, canceled. No, they're no, going no. without the dude. Yeah, <laughs> and supposedly oh. he's been he's been hands off for the past few years anyway. Yeah, yeah. And and what's weird is that he was found wasn't he found not guilty of the domestic violence? Yes, that doesn't mean anything though. He kind of does. Just had, just had a good Once you say anything substantiated or not, it's in the it's in the atmosphere. That's that's enough. I'm gonna roll on to Stranger that's, Things. That's fair. We just cut that out. Uh, the Duffer <laughs> Brothers have released a statement that you know Stranger Things will be. Cu- we're getting a Stranger Things animated series. Oh. I guess after uh, the the last season, we're going to get an animated series. And Duffer Brothers says they want to make it as an homage to Saturday morning cartoons. We've always dreamed of an animated Stranger Things in the vein of Saturday morning cartoons that we grew up loving. And to see this dream realized has been absolutely 
thrilling. And yo, Stranger Things is just them like showing us how much they love the nostalgia. So if they can do that mm-hmm. and give us that same thing with Saturday morning cartoons, that's right up our alley. Yo, man. I heard they're all, they're also making a prequel series of that. I think they're definitely trying to expand the Stranger Things universe, as it should. There's yeah, so I mean, we there's a lot we still don't even know about what the heck we're watching. What is the up? We just learned how the upside down was even sort of made, sort of kind of. Uh, why does it mirror a specific point? There's so many questions we have. So I'm down, man. I'm down for Stranger Things anything. And it's gonna be a London musical of uh, <laughs> Stranger what? Things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um which could be dope. Think about all the eighties music if they get all the rights and license right. all that and music. We'll, we'll, and why London? It's probably where it's gonna start. <laughs> if it's successful, you know it'll have Broadway, but you know, nothing starts on Broadway unless you're Disney or something. Or okay. Um Well that's the news. That was the news. Stop laughing. Chris, oh Chris, I'm sorry, Bruh. Rich, get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> Wait, are you? Oh, yeah, he, it's he, not one hundred percent, but it works. <laughs> He's been working on this thing to troll us during the podcast. You need to figure out a way to get it hooked up so it plays through your mic. Not plays through your mic, but plays directly to the feed, directly yeah. into the feed. Oh, when I get that. Oh, God. Oh, like that. Terrible. Okay, debate. Yo, here we go. It's time for a debate. Let's get ready to rumble. We've seen a lot of terrible freaking movies in our genre. But a lot of these terrible movies have so much promise. If you can give the reboot gift to a movie that has not been rebooted yet, who would you give it to and why? Yeah, like the like the Venom movie, right? Exactly like you. Venom. You shut your mouth when you're talking <laughs> to me, Jack. Nice game, man. I'm gonna say because I was look because I, I was looking at specifically superhero movies, right? Yeah, yeah genre, genre. hero, sci-fi, fantasy, the stuff we cover. Because I I couldn't think of anything on the top of my head. Um, Green Lantern. Yeah, oh, that was that was on my yeah. list. I thought it. it no, it, it can needs get a, a better to. run. It, yeah, it, it needs to have. It needs to come run. out. We need Green Lantern out here. Right, he's I a mean, core member of the Justice League. Yeah, we got a garbage movie. And now but technology like is caught up. A really good series, though. Yeah, I just hope they have the money to like. Of course, they do. It's HBO, but like the money to. It, uh, no, Max. it's not Lawrence. Max. It's Max. It's, sorry, it's, it's going to be on <laughs> Max. <laughs> but like their power set is a two hundred million dollar film. Yeah, like, but I love the premise of the series. It's you got Hal Jordan and John Stewart in a buddy cop thing, like True Detectives. Mm, but I, but I need that. them to be able to create vast and crazy structures. Uh, it's got to be Guardians power. of the Galaxy scale, but on a even a ma- even a max budget. That, that's intense. That's intense to do on a small yeah. screen. Yeah, that's and like, you should be having cameos like uh, Lobo and stuff. You're not having that, then you're not hitting the content. Lobo. Yeah. Which means they're gonna have to be able to get you know Momoa over on there and that's gonna cost some money. Momoa's not playing Lobo, Jack. <laughs> I mean he, he would he make should. a good Lobo, but they're not gonna get him on there. No, he made Aquaman cool. They can get yeah. what's his face from the boys though. He'd be a great Lobo. Oh, Carl Urban? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know what? They should do just the opposite. Since they got someone really badass to play Aquaman, they should get someone really corky, dorky to play Lobo. You should get like freaking um, Jason Moore. Lobo. Whoa, that sounds <laughs> main man. He's your main man. You talking about Blobo? <laughs> That's someone you want to be back He's behind on child support. <laughs> Damn, Chris. Wow. Uh, okay, Rich's okay. answer is a great answer. Green Lantern. What do you got? What do you guys got? Who's going next? Chris, yeah, I what's got, you got? Uh, Come on. I'll take it. You know, because you, you like a lot of bad stuff, so I want to really hear what you think is. Remember bad. Steel with Shaq? Yeah. Yeah. I want that to be rebooted, but post uh, Superman coming back. So, so you want it I, to be connected into the Superman death. Right. So I don't want him to be seen as always oh, this really Superman. I want him to be his own thing, but post death of Superman and to be, re- re- uh, be rebooted like that. So he's just inspired by him, but we're never confused with whether he's Superman. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they were never confused with him or Superboy being Superman. Also, Steel never posed as Superman. Right. Correct. Everyone knew he really was Superman, but he came out and uh, around the same time, you know, I just the, the I, I features on his mask were too distinct. <laughs> the big lips. <laughs> the I know the Negro lips in Kalel. It was super cool as you got on that. Why did he have big lips in the big? Why is it on his mask? He did. He just sculpted his mask around his big Negro yeah. lips. That's what, I, that's what I love about the Superman Lois series because Steel's in it, oh. and no one, no fan dares to say, "I wish they made an accurate costume." No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Not really. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good. Uh, Jack, what you got? Well, I might have misread the question this week again, but. I, I thought it was uh, what series would you want to see uh, get a reboot, not movie. I'll take no. I I, I think uh, I did say movie, but I, a series is fine if it was terrible. So I'll give you I'll give you a series and a couple of honorable mentions. There was a series called Powerless, which reminded me a lot of a a series Lawrence had pitched years earlier about <laughs> being in a DC universe city with superheroes and you just trying to get to work about, it's just about regular people being affected by superheroes was that on, on nbc right powerless like was. One season? Yeah. yeah and the oh, problem oh yeah, yeah yeah okay I yeah that. and and the problem with powerless is it uh it committed the cardinal sin of being boring and horrendously not funny but when Lawrence was hashing out his concept for this world, everything was just hysterical. So I think a powerless series uh, could actually be really funny, but what they were doing with the series was not funny. And you need I mean, they're, access they're, they're, they're to the trying heroes. trying too hard. You need access to the heroes. But they had. Powerless was set in the DC. Right, universe. but they didn't have Superman fly in. Like they, no. they still weren't allowed to use the heavyweights they mentioned them 
You yeah, see well, they're literally wearing like one of the one of the actors, good actor too. He's literally wearing a Robin costume in one of the things, right. and and that's why I feel like they were they were trying so hard to be funny instead of just letting some of the situations. Well, I mean, in a way, the boys is like powerless. It's a bunch of people who are fed up with superheroes and it's true kind of ruining and this had to be that tone exactly. The boys isn't set up to be a comedy like that, you know. I think this it works like, if it's not. Well, it can, it can be, but I feel could. like Batman and Robin should never be part of the joke unless you're going right. full on camp because Batman is not funny. Right. Like, but butt cheeks coming together to stop, stop that crap from happening <laughs> is funny. Right. Anyways, so that's like an honorable mention. I also feel like. Um, I love anybody who missed the joke in this podcast. That's just just hearing that. <laughs> yeah, for that to make sense, you should listen to the full thing if you're watching this on. Like, you said, butt cheeks coming together to stop that crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, if I had to pick one that was just so, so atrocious, I wish I could erase it from all of existence. Mm. Okay. Which is which is hard for me to even fathom the idea of doing a reboot of this how obnoxiously bad it was. It was also obnoxiously bad because it had so much potential to be incredibly good. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't... Yes, Chris is right. That Doctor Strange movie was bad, but I wouldn't... Bennett Cumberbatch and what they were doing. No, it's Iron Farts. Iron Fist. Iron Fist Fist was one of the absolute worst things I'd seen. And it was so bad because when when I actually stopped and I thought about it, it had so much potential to be incredible. The martial course, arts the they could have done. I mean. The source materials actually, yeah, and the characters cool. But when everything came together to create that content, man, I don't mean to be nasty, but it's hard to miss every single step along the way just to to produce what was produced it was the wrong like when you look at the netflix things daredevil street level vigilante jessica jones she's like this private investigator who has heightened powers but it's not too crazy she's still street level freaking luke cage i got super strength that i'm in harlem protecting my people like they're all so grounded they weren't the team to take on the mystical martial arts and the deep underworld. Like, but that's, then how do you have? That's but, not but, the team for it. But I'm saying across the board, the story had problems. But then how you how do you have what should potentially be the sickest martial art content in television right now, and you go casting people with no martial arts background is mind boggling to me. And you tell me there's not a nasty ass Tony Jaw type actor out there. Actor out there? I, don't I just don't I just don't know how the Daredevil fight <clears throat> the Daredevil fight choreography just overshadowed, completely overshadowed the Iron Fist choreography. Yeah. I don't know how you can come from the same studio, same kind of same stream and then have just dropped the ball on something called Iron Fist where that, all he does that's, is that's, that's of, what I'm talking about. And like my martial arts background is minimal and so for someone to but i've but i've taken a bunch of stuff and i've i've been around the world a little bit and so for me to identify that 
kung fu punches aren't even be thrown properly. I'm supposed to be following a character who spent the last however many decades doing the, nothing. The choreography on Power Rangers hit harder. <laughs> Freaking Jason David Frank Tommy was doing way more than Iron Fist was. Yep. Austin St. John, those outside crescent kicks were killing him Yo, out there. I, I'm spinning outside the inside crescent kick, Chris. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> what? Lights you right. up, Rich. Yes, you need to stop. You need to stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're giving him too much power. <laughs> All right, Jack, what else you got? No, that, that that would be the thing I'd try to get right. I think if they could get that right, it actually could be really cool. And they could. It's it's, it's pretty simple. Just, but they don't need to because they have freaking. Um, uh, I just forgot the name of the movie. They have their own. They they have they delved into the martial arts in the MCU. That's that's their guy. Oh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Oh, yeah, Shang-Chi. yeah. That, that that's Shang-Chi. their. Yeah, he's gonna represent that, and he should. Uh, for me. I'm going with something way newer, something that we just kind of covered last year, man. What was that? I thought the Samaritan had all mm. the potential in the world to be freaking dope. And it had the right cast, too. Like the casting. Yeah. The casting good. wasn't the, like, all, it was all there. You have this Stallone playing this freaking superhero who made a mistake, and then you find out he's actually the villain. He killed his brother, so now he has to live with this and try to live up to the mantle of being a hero in the city when he used to tear it apart. And he almost has to tear down the structures he created when he was bad. He got this young protege who just wants to help. Like, this could have been a dope, like, three-picture. The potential here, it feels yeah. like a, a freaking Mark Miller freaking graphic novel. It does. It does. I mean, You're right. The potential. And, and it's not canon to anything. So you can do whatever. You can be as violent as you want. You can do as many twists as you want. It is based off a comic. Is it? Yeah, I don't think it is. If it is, it might be an indie. It is. It, well, then the same rules apply. You can. You're not. It's not Superman where you have to stick to these. No, no. Yeah. Um, but if it's indie, I mean, same rules apply. You can do what you want to do. Um, and Stallone, like seeing a guy like that, like yes, I buy that you are freaking seventy plus years old and you you have powers. Like I look right. at you, I buy it. I don't think I can look at anybody else's age range and just off of the visual go, yeah, I mm-hmm. buy it. So I like to see Samaritan. I think these are all good answers, guys. Yeah, These are all good. But there's only, there is only one great answer. I can't wait till they reboot Venom. Okay. We got to get our third burst. Do we? Yeah, we do it. For no, Christmas man. sake. Venom needs to be rebooted so he can be connected to Spider-Man like he needs to be. Yeah. Isn't Spider-Man getting rebooted again? Barely no. Connected him. No. I think they're working on a Spider-Man 4. Well, if they're doing it right, we know where Venom comes from. We know why he came in the first place. That's him. not going to be in Secret Wars or Invasion or whatever. Nah. Well, Secret Wars is not Secret Invasions, but... But it, but it is a big event like that. They ain't doing it. Sony is doubling down on everything Spider-Man. That's why we're getting the Spider-Verse, which is dope. We're getting a Madam Web movie. We're yeah, getting Craven. a Craven the Hunter movie. We yeah. had Mobius. Like They're like, we're going to do everything related to Spider-Man. So by the time MCU drops their Spider-Man movies, it's like, if you want to use a villain, we already use them. Oh, that's uh, terrible. 
I don't know what they're doing over there. Wait, but but the MCU is still keeping. Uh, they're borrowing. Right, but they still have them. So so why are we not getting the Miles Morales? Honestly, can I say this? This is this is going to be um terrible for me to say. Go for it. Go for it. Oh, Rich likes it. This yeah. should, we should never get a Miles Morales in the MCU. I Miles didn't say Mor- the MCU. I said Sony. Well, here's the thing. Miles Morales, well, we do in the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales is one of the most redundant characters ever created because when he was created, it was much like Spider-Verse. Peter Parker died, and then he took over. Now, in current continuity, they merged the worlds. So you have literally two Spider-Men swinging around in New York City, both called Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's become completely redundant. He works best in a universe where Peter Parker dies and he takes over the mantle. If Sony wants to do that, if they want to like kill Toby off, oh, oh, what if they do that? They do a Miles Morales film and Toby Maguire's Spider-Man dies in the beginning. And he has it. Okay, I just comp- yeah. Let's have one. Like you're like actually, I would. Actually, I would like to see that. Yes, that'd be really because that's the way he works. That's the only way he works is if there is no other Spider-Man. That's why the comics are so weird. You got two Spider-Man swinging around. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Queens, and they never link up. They are literally no one goes to Manhattan five miles <laughs> no. away from each other. Yeah. Now, the Fantastic Four have Manhattan. Yeah, it, it's kind of Marvel was like everybody's in New York. Everybody. Yeah, but yeah. look, look what happens in Hell's Kitchen. Avengers. Everyone's in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> they don't leave at ten block radius. I love, nope. I would love for Daredevil. The Daredevil and, series is so hysterical. Well, I would love for Daredevil and Batman to link up, and Batman's like five blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the whole city. Five, five blocks. Three of them are gentrified. Come are, on, man. are you kidding me? Have right. you seen Gotham City? You worried about yeah. these five it's not blocks? Like it says five blocks, but you got the you got the Baxter Building there. You got uh, the Avengers Tower there. You got, yeah. you got two Spider Men floating around. There's a lot like of everybody is travel a little bit up north. You got you got freaking uh, what's my call in Westchester? The X Men. Yes, the worst place to be. It's five train stops away. <laughs> <laughs> on Metro North. Come on, like, how do they have any crime in that scene? <laughs> and then I don't know if it's canon, but like in MCU, like isn't Miss Marvel like in Jersey City? Like they're all right. Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> yes. Luke Cage is in Harlem. Yeah, and I know I'm jumping, but uh but uh Robin's in the cloisters. Who? Batman. It's a whole different universe. I said I know I'm jumping. No, Robin's dude. not in the cloisters. There's a. There's <laughs> what are you yeah, talking about that? One of the bat caves are in the cloisters. Man, <laughs> keep it pushing. I'm a. I'm a prove I ain't wrong. <laughs> yes, Rich. Yes, Rich. Can we get another one, Rich? <laughs> no, I think. I think. Uh, yes, I think Dick Grayson was in New York for a little bit. I think you're right. Nightwing was in the cloisters for a very little bit. Maybe. Anyways, that's the debate. All right, guys, it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. We got a very, very special guest on this episode, man. We got Darius 
Love, Darius, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Dude, big fan of yours. I uh, yeah. grew up grew up watching Secret World with Alex Mack, dude. Yes, brothers. Yes, dude. Brothers. It's so good to have you, man. Like, uh, I think Chris said to you, like, big fan of you, big fan of your show, uh, Alex Mack, growing up, being able to see a black man, a black teen like myself as a hero, as a positive person, but still, you still was black. You still had black culture. You still but felt not, like me. Not didn't feel like, yeah, not, not the stereotype, stereotype which is, but not yeah. whitewashed either. Like you, you represented kind of how I grew up and it was so awesome to see someone that looked like me help save the day. So Thank you. dude, we, we have questions for you, Chris. You know, you you can you can start us off, man. Yeah. So Raymond Filbert Alvarado. <laughs> yo, yo, how did you gather the intel to get that inside middle name? <laughs> brother, brother we, we this is what we do here. This is what we do. Shot of milk. This is how we get down over here. <laughs> so oh, here's what I want to know. First question is is how did you land this role? Oh my starting God. out. This is the greatest story I think ever untold. So you guys got that. <laughs> so I was um <laughs> I was bused from Watts, California into Hollywood. And long story short, I did a black history play where I was Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, MC Hammer, and James Brown. Yo, I got a write-up in that's the- eclectic. <laughs> Yeah, right. I got a write up in the newspaper um, for doing this play. And Nickelodeon comes to the school. They audition everybody in the actual drama class. Mm-hmm. I'm ditching. I'm ditching at that time. I'm like, screw, you know, I don't got to go to acting, you know, drama class. I'm on TV at age seven. I was on the first age seven. I was on a just say no drug commercials. Um, you remember when we were kids and say, just say no to yeah, drugs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a spokesman. <laughs> that was one of my first jobs. And so I had already did my first movie with Rick Elfman. Are you guys familiar with Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo? Of course. Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. So, yes. So remember, remember Tim Burton would make all of those cool horror movies and stuff? Yeah. So Rick Elfman, Danny Elfman produced a film called Shrunken Heads age 10 i started in so i had already well, I, I remember watching that one as a kid that movie was crazy <laughs> crazy bro like this, so what i'm saying is is like i had already before doing alex mack you know i had been a part of the union the guild i was in the elton john video at age three so i had pretty much an understanding of a working actor i was in sag i had checks so i would come to school and the drama teacher would be like oh mr hollywood I'd be like, no, you can't teach acting out of a book, bro. We're supposed to be like miming. Give us a play. Let us act. Let us acting as an action. Get out of my class, Mr. Hollywood. So he would kick me out the class, but yet make me the star of all of the plays. Because oh, wow. the school would promote me as, hey, we have Darius Love that goes here. That's wow. the Odeon found out about me. So they come. Here's, here's where Alex Mack comes in. So they come and they say, hey. We want to. We want to have. We want a character just like you said, brother. That's not a sellout to the white community. I mean, not a sellout to the black community, and not intimidating to the white community. Almost like an Eddie Haskell. Mm-hmm, so when you yeah. say that meant a lot, brother Chris, because the thing about it, it was Raymond Alvarado to be a best friend of a, you know, Caucasian girl. Right. Where you didn't see. You didn't feel any intimacy. Weird things about Alex or Ray. They were really friends. You believed it. You could feel that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
I was really happy to be able to be slated in a five-year contract, yeah. okay? They had already had a guy that they didn't like. So then they put me um, in his place. <laughs> I ended up, here's the best part about it. I had already auditioned for Alex Mack. So I had memorized the line, but I mm. didn't tell the producers. When they came to my school and they auditioned everybody, they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know the lines already? I was like, <laughs> they're like, okay. So they were in at how fast I memorized it, not knowing that I'd already seen the material. I love so, that. I love that's that. How it happened. And you got the exclusive. I never shared that secret with anybody, oh, but I shoot. believe that's how I booked it. Uh, right. So, I mean, you answered one of my questions with this. I was wondering if Raymond was always black or, or was he open before? So he was supposed to be a black character from the beginning. No, no listen, with a last name like Alvarado, he was supposed to be Latino. <laughs> Right. Okay, so that's what I was saying. Like, hey. They didn't want to. They didn't want to put the the chocolate and vanilla in everybody's face like that. But <laughs> you know, Darius Love is here to Darius with love. So when they saw that energy and chemistry, they couldn't deny. Who don't love chocolate and vanilla, baby? <laughs> they, they didn't. They didn't want to change your last name. They, they just wanted to keep it Alvarado, though. <laughs> they kept it Alvarado. The actual, the actual creators, Ken Lipman, Tom, Tommy Lynch, his best friend name was Raymond Alvarado. Okay. okay. Oh, all, right, all right. All right. Okay. Another, another exclusive. Oh, man. <laughs> That's nice. So, all right. So, so let me ask you this. So Alex Mack, out of the 90s Nicktoons era, uh, not Nick, 90s Nickelodeon era, is one of the longest running shows with 78 episodes. You know, you beat, you beat Clarissa. You beat a bunch of the, hey, hey, dudes, loot your shorts. You guys beat it out. So... Now you're what tw twelve years old? Feel me, Alex, man. Yo, dude, you're so on, bro. <laughs> so the summer, I think it's the summer of the summer of yeah. I was twelve. Yep, I was I was twelve years old. We went from twelve to eighteen, so I did like a five year run on Alex Mack. Wow, right. that's a good run, man. Yeah. So now, so you, so you're making content, and you're you're the the demographic audience, right? For this content, what's it like growing up as a Nickelodeon kid, were you a Nickelodeon fan prior to this? No, no, I didn't have cable, bro. I'm for Watts, bro. We can't <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, okay. So, so now, so now, like, I'm like telling all my family members, "Hey, I'm on Nickelodeon." They're like, "Oh well, we don't have cable." Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so you know, everybody's fouled up at the house. We got cable, so it was really. For me, I didn't even know what Nickelodeon was. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I got a chance to help move my family out of Watts. It was there like, oh, nice. You want me to? You want me to do this? Oh, I get paid five grand a week. Yes, uh, sir. Wow. The no problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody acts. You act for a girl's number at a bar. We act for the girl. So I'm getting paid to do this. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Dude, do you have a favorite episode? Dude, when Raymond got the powers, bro, when I was able to, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> they kind of let me, they kind of let me like help write the ideas. They're like, so what would Raymond be doing? Well, he plays basketball. He's dunking on people. Yes. Right? You know what I mean? What What would Raymond be doing? Well, he's at school. He's holding the showcase, but he's getting paid. Put the money in the bucket. <laughs> yes. All right. You know? That's great, Chris. Yeah. Let me so, ask you a question. I know what Raymond can do, but can Darius really play the saxophone? <laughs> no, sir. I, 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 I probably could rap good like Tupac, and that's about it. 
All right. <laughs> That's no small feat, though. That's you, and uh, you you have a production company, and you were you guys were working on a Tupac film with, with Layla Steinberg, Tupac's original manager, mother partner Asher Underwood. The production company's called Bigger Picture Productions. Yeah. And the residency at YouTube Space. And I don't know if you guys are familiar, but YouTube has these global studios, L.A., New York, London, Brazil, Germany, Dubai. And when you reach a certain threshold with your YouTube channel or your production company, they give you a residency at the studio for free. So for the past years, we were able to accumulate 250 million views, a billion minutes watch time and a million subscribers across social network platforms doing the truth about Tupac. And Layla Steinberg. She sees a video of me. I was doing the making of Becoming Tupac. That came after I did Janky Promoters. That came and gave me um, an opportunity, a LOI, to play Tupac. And so I came up with the concept of the making of Tupac, where imagine if Jamie Foxx, please get well, Jamie. Yes, sir. Yes. Imagine if Jamie filmed the making of Ray Charles. And you can see the behind the scenes morphing and the the strategies that it took for him to become Ray, right? So this my idea was with the making of Tupac. Who would have known that, you know, Tupac's manager, Layla Steinberg, Tupac's brother, Mopreen Shakur, uh, you name it, his whole, the, all of the Shakurs, Mr. Shakur's inner core became my family in those 10 years of training for the role. Wow. Mm. All right. Wow. And we formed Bigger Picture Productions. We're now currently, um, I'm gonna, um, I can't make some announcements, but one of the biggest movies in history I'm gonna be producing this year, all I'm going to say is this life story caused the biggest march in human history. Oh, all right. Jeff is the initials. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers and Shadow exclusive. 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 <laughs> you know, i to drop it for my boys. It's the only podcast that's got a rainbow coalition behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, do you keep in contact with any of your old castmates from Alice Dude, Dude, we just went to Natanya Ross's wedding. Me, Larissa, Jason Strickland. I don't know if you guys know, but I think it's our 25th or 30th. It's like our 25th, 30-year anniversary reunion, the day of. I just saw it on the Instagram, like some of the diehard Alex Mack fans brought it to my attention. I'm not wow. trying to count all these gray hairs, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, <laughs> you're not the only one, brother. You're not the only one. You're not alone, man. A little weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. That's so what's we, up. Yeah, so we talk about the diehard Alex Mack fans. Do, do people still grab you in the street and be like, Ray, Ray, Ray? Dude. It's weird because they're grown adults. Yeah. <laughs> they're us. They're yeah. us. Yeah. So I'm like, it's like, it's, it's a weird, it's because you have to, you have to understand like the fans grew as I grew. Yeah. So when people come up to me, they say, I grew up to you. They don't say, hey, I I, I know you just from Alex Mack. They'll go, I, I grew up to you. I've seen you on multiple things. And that for me, is everything because I don't, I've never done a project. Like I'm going to just keep it real with you guys. I walked away from entertainment maybe about right after I did Janky Promoters and decided not the Tupac deal didn't go right. I walked away from Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And what it was, was I was having a spiritual awakening. I was like, dude, I worked so hard to not be a jail, to have a jail record, a gangbanger, a womanizer, to be any of the stereotypes that are perpetuated about us as black males. Mm. But why am I perpetuating these negative stereotypes as an actor? Wow. Why am I choosing jobs? You know, 
waist deep, gang tapes. Like, yes, okay, it was at a point where I was like, oh, I need to do this so my, you know, I can break that I'm from Nickelodeon. Right. But then after I started doing these gangster roles, you know, okay, Sucker Free City with Spike Lee was great. Waist deep is cool. Mondo was my favorite. But I'm like, yo, I don't want to be the guy that's sending out a negative message for the positive guys like me in real life. Mm -hmm. So that's where the production company and me taking initiative and accountability and saying, you know what? I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm just going to start a production company and start making quality content for and stories about us, for us, not just by us, but I'm just talking about good substance, you know, human stories, not black, not a black story, not a white human stories, American stories. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that's why this GF project is going to be so awesome. That's why working with this company out here, the Addy, Addy Addy.com, you guys go to it. You know, it's purpose versus perception. As entertainers and celebrities, you know, we we live this great life, you know, where we got all these perceptions. The money doesn't fulfill you. The fame doesn't fulfill you. All the women, you know, it doesn't fulfill you until you go after your purpose. Mm -hmm. When I align my purpose and stop looking at the perceptions that's when i started to have fulfillment Mm. so you know i just want to put a a very important message out to those it's great to you know look up to your celebrities and stars but again who are they outside of the entertainment they're humans what are they doing with their influence that's the purpose that we should be looking 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 towards them for you know what i mean okay there's a purpose behind what we're doing and when you do it with purpose versus perception, it's life changing, brother. Yeah, yeah, nice. Man. Now, now going off of that, um, you you've been in quite a few films, and you worked with quite a few people, right? Uh, from Mario Van Peebles, Tommy Lister, to uh, uh, to, to Michael Jai White. Who? Um, two. It's two questions. Who was the most memorable? Um, that had a like, positive impact in your career that may maybe rubbed off on you on a, in a positive way? And then also, who was just fun to be around? Good question, yeah. Magic Johnson was my business manager, but Jim Brown raised me from age seven. Okay. And it has wow. I have to, between those two is hard, but I have to say Jim Brown because, you know, from age seven all the way up until now, I go to his house. Mm. And I learned so much from him being, you know, he was one of the first black athletes during you know times of being a black athlete was hard he was an activist he was a you know so many of the things that I see myself being and not even knowing and the reason why is here's what really changed my life he gave me a the limo and two tickets to his Mars Attacks premiere and he okay. gave me the limo to take his daughter Kim Brown to his premiere I'm okay. sitting in his seats and I look over, it's Al Pacino and his wife. And I'm in Jim Brown's seat with his daughter in his limo. Right. And I'm going, this is like, I'm still like, okay, I'm an actor, but I wasn't like, I want to be a movie star. I want right. to do this. It was like, I'm just doing this to move my family out of watch. Like, I really don't, like, I don't want to be in Teen Bop magazines. I don't want to be looked at as no sex symbol. Please don't idolize me. Don't. I only worship the creator, not the creations. This is all him. He blessed me to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't roll with chains, no security. I don't I want people to realize we're humans, bro. Yeah. And so Jim Brown, he as high as his plight in every career, he was always had humility was his stability. 
Mm. So having that example at a young age, nothing really impressed me in Hollywood. It actually could depress you. It could. Oh, it, oh, it, could actually, it, 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 it actually sets grounded roots. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I love that you're saying that when you were on Alex Mack, a lot of young people, a lot of young actors, did you feel support as a, as a young actor? Did you feel like it was a great place to be young and kind of grow up? Or did you feel like it was every artist for themselves? Like, what was the environment oh, like? No, man, a, a, a spot on with that question, brother. You are in tune. Let me tell you. Because when children, when, when, when child actors have to grow up, you know, on a movie set or in a responsible role or having a job and they don't get to be kids, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it's, a two, it's a two-way street. Either they're robbed of their innocence and it screws them up or they, the responsibility matures them. Mm-hmm. We had such a wonderful environment and wonderful people and a wonderful cast that we were able to still grow up with each other and somewhat be kids. Like... Mm-hmm. All of the ex- I don't call extras extras. So like on Alex Mack in my green room in my dressing room, I had a Nintendo Super Nintendo. Remember when okay. Super Nintendo first came oh, out? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so instead of the extras hanging out in a room where they're just at a table with nothing to do, I'm like, no, my my room is the turn up. So the PA right. is bad. Like one PA almost got fired because I I literally stood up for the extras. They're like, you can't be in this guy's room. Everybody get out of here. I said, why? I said, come here, let me talk to you. I said, first of all, why are you talking to them like this? I said, we can't, we can't do this scene without them. I said, I said, I said, they're just as important as I am. And if I have them in my room, I appreciate you trying to give me my privacy. But if I choose for them to be in my room, that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And the extras never saw people like Robin Williams. There's this thing about Robin Williams. Every time he did a job, they had to hire a certain amount of homelessness people to be the extras so that they would have a job. And see, when we okay. have that kind of, you know, influence, we have to use it with the proper discretion. And that was one of my favorite things I did, but it also kept a kid environment while we were working. Mm-hmm. It kept a fun environment while we were working. Not just I was able to relate and hang out and, you know, see guys play video games. I didn't even play the game. I didn't even. I used to buy PlayStations, all of the stuff, and never played it. So my friends, I just like seeing people have fun. You yeah. know. What I mean? So that's what Alex Mack was about. It was about us having fun, us, you know, making sure that we handled our business. Like you said, over 80, 90 episodes, it's no joke, bro. I had to wake up at six in the morning, six at night, drive from Watts all the way to Valencia every day. Still was on my football team, on my baseball team. Still had my music academy elective. Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm on a number one TV show, I'm homeschooled. I got straight A's. So nice. a lot of people are like, oh, I, I want that life. Oh, really? Can you? Are you sure? Can you handle it? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this is a two-part question. Uh-huh. Chris, I think you can take the second part. But the first part is, you're on this show. You guys are killing it. And now we're hitting the final season. What, what, how, how is that information given to you? And what's the process of going into like, we're wrapping things up? That's a great question. So I, I remember that day vividly. Um, I get a call from Tommy Lynch, the founder, and I get a call from Ken Lippman, the founder, and they want me and Larissa to meet them in the office. So I walk in the office and I'm like, you could feel it. You know what I mean? You could feel mm. it's something, they're about to say something, right? Right. So I'm kind of like, okay, did I mess up? You know what I mean? I got, 
you got you got you have you have Megan. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. You have you have. I'm just gonna name all of the all of the women that are on the show. You have Jessica Alba. You have Alexis Fields. You have Larissa Olenek. Okay. So in my mind, you know, my grandmother, she's Jamaican. One, one, you know, (laughs) she's Jewish and Jamaican. So it's like I'm Jamaican. I mean, I got. You know what I mean? So it's like she's like, boy. You bet not get in any trouble on this set. About <laughs> <laughs> you with those girls. You go there, you do your work, you come home, do you hear me? <laughs> so she used to be on the set with me. God bless her soul, and I thank my grandmother because you know you're around those type of hot girls. You're young, you know, right? Natalia, right. everybody's like, you know. So I, luckily, you know, being a brother. They expect me to get in trouble like that. Uh-huh. So, so, so I never got in trouble. I never had any issues. So I walk in the office. I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, my heart's beating. I'm like, oh, sheesh. Hope somebody didn't lie on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, five years with no problems. You know what I mean? So Tommy goes, hey, guys. He goes, we got a serious decision to make. And this is why I love this guy, man. Because as the creator, as the founder, he left the decision in me and Larissa's hands, bro. No, all right. He wow. goes and he says, hey, we can re-up the contract and go another two years. Or you guys can have your college life and your and your normal life in your years. You, you've done a great job. This show is a hit. It can't get any better. Wow. I can't mm. believe that was what he said. Crazy. All right. Wow. Wow. He cared about, I mean, the environment. He cared about you as people, as young people. I think that's, yeah. well, that's why the show is so special. Like that, you keep talking about human interactions and it that chemistry reads through the camera, you know? Yes. I cannot believe that that's what you guys walked into, though. Wow. Yes, yes bro. And, that, and, that, and it, let me tell you, it goes to show you that the leadership of these guys. And the reason, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Tommy bought my first car. You know, he comes, I come to Tommy, I go, you know, Tommy, I'm like, man, I'm paying a woman $300 a week to drive me to set every day. And now I'm at the age where I'm emancipated. I want to get a car. He goes, what are you thinking, kid? I go, I want, I want one of those new forerunners or Pathfinder. He's like, okay, how much okay. are you? I'm like, I'm like 20 grand. He writes a check for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the type of environment that we were cultivated in, bro. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Like some kids got, you know, I pray for them. They went through some horrible experiences, like mm. Corey Feldman experiences. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have none of that, bro. We didn't have no, everybody, it was real family, bro. And it was like, to this day, we see each other. We talk to each other. We're there for each other. It's like what we created on the camera really transpired in our real lives. Wow. Nice. Wow. wow. You know, to hear that, like growing up watching this, I mean, Lawrence and I are cousins. We watch this at our grandmother's house. We watch yeah, this. Man. And, you know, to have such fond memories of this show and to hear the one of the biggest contributors to the show talk about the show in such high regard, like validates like part of our childhood, right? It feels like, damn, like we fell in love with this. And I would hate for this to be like for you to tell me terrible horror stories. It's but like, oh, like, don't ruin the show for yeah, me, man. Yeah, yeah. But when you say this to us, it just like, it just, it just warm and fuzzy all over, brother. Like, it just, it just makes it like, it, it just, it, it, we just have such positive, positive childhood memories, and it just reinforces that so strong. So it, it just makes me so happy to hear that those were your experiences, those were the experiences of everyone involved, and it just makes it more wholesome and 
yeah, it just it means a lot. It's you know, good, and, man. and I'm glad you guys, you know, they have a saying, real recognizes real. And for me, if I never did another TV show, movie, another acting job in my life, because of the Alex Mack cult following, the 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 loyalty of the fans, it is a dream beyond coming true. It is a outer body heavenly experience because to you get one chance in life one chance at a first impression one chance in life to affect people and for it to be positive and for it to be received the way that it's received it's very hard to duplicate and i don't want i don't want to you know mm-hmm. it's like it's like i lived it i've experienced it i've had it and it's like michael jordan game six you know last shot you know walk away yeah mm-hmm. because that's how impactful Alex Mack is to our culture. Right. You know, I was I was learning something when I was training to play Tupac, right? I'm known as the Tupac Kobe Bryant lookalike, right? They're like, hey, they do the Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I used to, dude, I used to fight people on that, right? I used to be like, dude, I'm Darius Love. I'm here to Darius for Love. You don't see me walk around with a nose ring or a bandana. They're like, no, Darius, you're missing it. We're not saying you're, you, you're trying to be like Tupac and you're like him. Your energy, you have that pot energy, that, mm, that charisma, that, man. Right. Yeah. And he started going, oh, and like this is when Layla and his inner core of Mr. Shakur started saying that. And I'm like, well, they knew Tupac. I never met him. And they they made like she, the mother birthed him. She's like, when she hired me to do the voice for NWA for Mark Rose, she's like, I'm not signing off for that. God rest her soul. She hired me to do the job. I, I also, you know, I helped with the Coachella voice for Tupac, so it's like, the guy Josh Arsway gets all the credit, I don't care, but I got the call from Dre and Philip Atwell, shout out Philip. Hey, yo, what the fuck is up, Coachella? That was never, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. I said Coachella, it wasn't around then, so that's me. But the point I'm making is, I'm so elated to, I learned about timeless brands, right? Like, Nike is a timeless brand. Tupac mm-hmm. is a timeless brand. You have some brands that have their time. But mm-hmm. with Alex Mack, it's it's damn near timeless, bro. It's yeah. like I'm like, I, I was a kid and the people still talking about it. 30 yeah. years later, yeah. I'm doing a podcast with the coolest podcast crew. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and I'm seeing Alex Mack, like, I'm sitting here watching Stranger Things. And I'm like, look at this group of guys right. protecting this girl with powers that can levitate things. And the, the, the guys who are protecting are just as heroic as she is. I'm like, this feels familiar to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm seeing the fingerprint of that type of show and that type of friendship and bond and other content. I have to, as, as a fan, I have to ask you, you probably get this question all the time. Is there a possibility or a chance of a sequel series reunion? Episode, or the movie, the movie, or, I know it came up in 2014. Yeah. Chris, you had that question. Like, yeah, yeah, it was offered, and you know, if that can happen, we'll... you know, you, you know, I'm glad you asked that. And you know, we, me, Jason Strickland, Natanya Ross, we all went to uh, produce a reunion at Universal Studios, oh, and God. we had that union, and it was great because we got to understand where the story rights are at and who owns them, and what we have to do legally, financially to create it. We came up with a story, a script, and a concept, right? We came up with it. But okay. just between me and you, and legally I can't speak on it, it's um, something that's in the works. Let's say that. Okay. Ooh. All right. Okay. 
the only thing that's stopping us is how do we get through the legal loopholes and hurdles that don't some some people don't want it to happen that have mm-hmm. the power to have, make it happen mm-hmm. and for a reason we don't know but we're figuring out a way to be able to make a way because the it fans, needs to happen man the, the fans deserve it and it's like if, why should we argue why should we want me to drive i'm gonna drive yep yep I'm going to the Suns game, as you can see, guys. Oh, oh, get it in, man. Get yeah. it in. I'm gonna hold you. But, but, but business first, baby. <laughs> man, well, look, I'm hoping that it comes. You guys are freaking great. We're here because we love this content. And to be able to see something that we grew up with, something that means a lot to us, come back. It will be awesome. But it's also just great talking to you, brother. Um yeah. Get to your game. We don't want to hold you giving us so much. Wait, of wait, your wait. Time. But that, so that kind of, that last question kind of answers another question. If you're looking at potentially where the content goes, that means Alex didn't take the antidote. Oh, well, no, no, no. Dude, 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 you, you going deep. All I'm going to tell you is part two. Set it up. <laughs> all right all right <laughs> oh man brother and thank I'll bring, you so I'll much bring, and i'll bring a couple cast members with me next time how about oh, that hey. oh, all right, right. You know, since, it's, since it's five of you i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring everybody i'm gonna bring everybody let's go i'm gonna bring jack <laughs> i'm gonna bring the tiny i'm gonna get larissa and we're gonna do it again let's go Dude, okay let's do that'd it be great right. I'm, I'm down for that 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 yo that, yeah. That's my that's my game six. We can end the podcast after that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say again to you guys, man, thank you for doing what you guys are doing. Thank you for creating a platform in this day and time to keep those, his, you know, timeless projects like ours still relevant. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool to be able to connect with gentlemen that understand what was then and and and, and representing that now, right? For you guys to, to make us relevant again, it means everything to us. Oh, man. It's our, believe me, it's our pleasure. Thank My honor, so guys. I'm Darius Love here to Darius with Love. Right now is a very important time in life, guys. It is about love. If we do not love one another, it will be our salvation or our damnation. Mm. Christ come, says, I didn't come here to, to be served, but to serve. And it's very important that we, we marvel in the creator and not the creation. And I want everybody to understand that we are in the last minutes, last seconds of the last days. Please get right. Have forgiveness in your heart. Find God. Find peace. Repent and find love. Love is the key. If you love God with all your heart, like you love everyone else, there's no need to lie, steal, kill, bear false witness. Let's stay holy, happy and healthy. Again, I'm Darius Love here to Darius with love. All praises to the most high. And you guys are the best podcast in america Let's go. <laughs> yeah yeah Amen, thank you brother, brother. thank you sir appreciate it thank you sir thank you go for- sons let's go baby. let's go enjoy right. your game brother thank enjoy you the game so much. enjoy the game What's up? all right peace oh man that was a treat man that yeah. was a that was good treat i had such a good time right that like i'm 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 beside myself <laughs> he, right now i'm a little starstruck he has yeah, some no. some good positive energy, man. Yeah, like, he delivered. Yeah. Oh man, so good, so good. Whew. Dude, see, Chris, they don't understand, Chris. Oh, they don't really man. get it. They don't get it, Chris. We just have to just just give it to him and just let it and just listen. Just sit back and listen. Just the nuggets, man. And you know what? Like, I I one hundred percent sincerely meant like it. You know, I don't need tea. I don't need like gossip. But for the fact that he said that, how 
cohesive yeah. they were as a unit and how much it meant to that them. Mattered. That mattered. That, it that validated mattered. childhood, right? Validated part of your childhood. Well, because that's always the question. That's always the question is, I mean, if you 80s or 90s kids like us, like every other story about that TV show or movie you hear about later on, Right, molestation, abuse, especially uh, Nickelodeon. Rape. Nickelodeon around that time, late a little bit after that, they had a big scandal Dude. with that one producer. But it's it's mm. it's like almost all of them, you know. Right, yeah. you're you're watching. It really is. You're watching different strokes as a kid, and you grow up to find out. Oh, they all these troubles, or the parents stole their money, like a lot of stuff. And it's so awesome to hear like they were taken care of, man. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That they were taken care of. Um, yeah. Honestly, that was really nice to hear because there are so so much of the content we did grow up on is kind of like odd to watch it now, and it's like I can't watch the Cosby Show without something in the back of my head. <laughs> That's right. what I'm talking and about, that, and that was our show. That was a black people's show, right? Yes. That was that, like if you want that a was... black role model show, it was the Cosby Show, and now we don't have that. No, yeah, but the, you watch it what's great it. about the Cosby Show is it it wasn't just black it was like i grew up on that show yeah. right and everyone i knew grew up on that show and he was america's that, dad yes yeah. and to have that show you know tainted as in the way it's been is is so to hear to hear darius talk the way he did about you know alex mack was like oh, amazing thank goodness thank goodness thank, thank god that i can <laughs> hold on to something from my childhood <laughs> I can't take any more disappointment. Oh my goodness! I mean, I I remember watching a commercial where literally Fred Fred Flintstone and Barney were smoking Winston's, really? and I'm sitting here going, "Whoa, what?" Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, all alleged, but then you know, uh, Fred Savage was taken off being a producer of the most recent Wonder Years because allegations about him came up, and I'm like. Ugh. Like he, he, this was like probably a couple of years ago, and like See, to me, that's that, 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 the reaction I didn't want to have. And I said allegedly because you know I don't, I don't I don't know whatever else came out, but he was taken off, and I'm like that was the first autograph I've ever gotten. My dad, his friend was like Fred Savage's personal trainer. And I'm like I love the one years I get you an autograph, and as a kid I have it, I still have it. This right, Fred, right. and I'm like so to hear Darius talk about this in, in the way like you guys have said it, it's it's very sweet. That was so freaking dope, man. What a way, what a way, what a way to end this episode. But we can't end until we get some recommendations. So we went down, we went down a hardcore nostalgia trip. Other series from 90s Nickelodeon that you should check out if you like Secret Role of Alex Mack. Number one, Clarissa explains it all. I had the biggest crush on her. Okay. Melissa Joan Hart, man. She, she stole my heart. Melissa That's Joan it. Hart. All right. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, man. Hey, dude. Jackie from Texas. You shouldn't love that one. Chris, we don't need those details. <laughs> We don't need that negativity here. Come on, keep the negativity out of here. Salute your shorts. Yo, that's now that awful waffle. Awful Awful, waffle. Awful, awful, (laughs) ugly. Ugly. (laughs) Bobby Butnick. That that I was just watching episodes of that on YouTube. 
It's great. great. It's great. 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 The kids ain't got nothing like that right now. Nah. No, nothing no. like that right now. Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yo. Oh, yeah. Artie. That's why, why I got one of my right. tattoos because of that. <laughs> so you can't you watch see? the dance. Yeah. Yep. Yo. Petunia. Pete and Pete is ahead of his time. Like, literally, a dude, God bless him, clearly has mental illness, is the town hero. Like, no one. Artie was running around in PJs. But we don't know. We never really know. Artie does stuff. You're like, he might be right. He might be the strongest man Artie need in help. the world. Artie needed help. Oh, P and P was ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I'm going to read Steve. Do you guys remember Welcome Freshman? Yes. Omar Gooding? Yes. Come on, yes. man. Yes. So there we go. Not 15. 15 was like a melodrama. But Welcome Freshman was like a you know lighthearted Saved by the Bell type show. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Man. You know, that's we're good. 80s babies, but sometimes I forget we are 90s kids. And we we still... are, right. 80s babies, but 90s kids. That's a good point, Lawrence. Man, Absolutely. We the prime, prime, prime <laughs> content was given to us, man. We got Batman in the theaters. Marty went back in time. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good stuff, and it's all coming yeah. back right now, man. Well done, Chris. That's our show. That's what we got for you, man. Y'all, hope you enjoyed it. Darius Love was freaking amazing. Check out oh, the good. link. See what he's doing with his uh, production. See what he's doing with his um, philanthropy, what he's trying to put out there. Check that out. Also, while you're checking that out, check us out. We got a YouTube channel. We got all this other stuff, so check that out. Um, and what else? What else? We have, we have social media and leave a review. It helps the algorithm. And actually, this is the podcast. They can't check out that link. Chris, what's the link so we can say it so they can? Um... Three brothers in a shot. No, no, they know us. They, oh. they, they're Darius's link. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we'll put it in the comments. It's Addy. Um, the link itself is, is addyproducts.com. A D D Y products, P R O D U C S. Com. All right. All right. Well, that's our show. We'll be back. Same back time. Same back channel. Now, I will say in my defense. <laughs> Let's tell you, Debbie Harry uh, can still get it at 70 years old. Nightwing yeah. did spend time in the cloisters, so there's a bat cave in New York. Okay. Yeah, the cloisters chose... in New York? Yeah, I'm yeah, not thinking of Alpine. Never mind. Chose an obscure time where Nightwing was in New York for 2.2 seconds. Still still makes it canon. Still counts. Yep, and this... still means there's a backup cave there. It still means Superman killed Zod. Oh. Wouldn't be the first time. And he definitely Kill. had it coming. Jack anyone, is co-signing on Superman Killer. Anyone who takes so long to blast the family, I mean, what was he doing? All you got to do is this. Watch. Here's me blasting the family in the corner. Pause. <laughs> see it? See it? Wait, Rich. I got him. <laughs> Guy couldn't move his, his eyes without moving his neck. What are we talking about? You know how heat vision work. Yeah. You got to move your whole head. You might. <laughs> it may not come out the pupils. It, it might come, come out, your out the It comes out your whole eyes. Yes, yeah, Jack. So. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. Maybe.
Yeah. How dare you argue these facts? All he's know. doing is releasing solar energy that's built up in his body, <laughs> coming out of this. He could probably oh. come out. Of, he could probably have it come out of more oh. holes if he wants to. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's that, that's the trick. That's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rich. You have way too much power. I got stuff to do. Well done, gentlemen. Where I work is next to the Grove in Los Angeles, and tomorrow at twelve thirty, the power bridge is going to be there. Really? Oh. Yeah. But I feel like I don't may not want to go over there because I want to go home after work. I'm not sure. You're going to go, Lawrence. I may not go. I may not go. It takes me an hour to get home. I may not go. Don't forget about family and obligations. Talk about Power Rangers, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking fucker. Why is it still recording? Why is it still recording? What are we eating, Rich? Are we doing some ramen? Making a sandwich? Maybe some uh, shrimp fried rice. Did I buy anything to cook? I bought some eggs. I bought eggs. I bought eggs. And I got some snow peas I can reheat. Eggs and snow peas. Man, just make a sandwich. Actually, look at this footage and see if anything can be used. That's 30 seconds of film. What the hell? 